How's it going, my mindfully resilient listener? Welcome back to the show. And I'm so happy to have you with us today. And yes, you heard me right. I said us. Because I'd like to believe that everyone who hits that play button through this podcast is part of a global community of individuals who are on a mission of personal and professional growth and to positively impact the lives around them. To lift people up, to lift others up, to be their lighthouse. I've met some amazing like-minded people over the last year and a half. Yes, during the pandemic, but it's thanks to the, the heavy use of virtual technology that helped me create that network, that helped me meet some awesome individuals. And a lot of these folks are from all around the globe, like Jordan Mossman, hailing all the way from Hawaii. A place that's a a continent and half an ocean away. (laughs) You know, you met Jordan, by the way, in the last episode of the podcast. He's a leadership coach and speaker, host of the Leader Seeds podcast. I hope you had a chance to listen to that. And And also served as an army medic for 10 years and is a devoted family man. But there are some other fun facts about Jordan that we didn't bring up in the last episode. For example... He toured throughout the world as a Polynesian dancer and drummer and Fireknife. He was hired to teach entrepreneurship college classes in an MBA program without having a college degree. Now, that's pretty cool. That means you know your stuff. So, in part one of our conversation, we went deep with some leadership talk. This episode brings you the second half of my conversation with Jordan, where He shares a personal testimony of resilience that will inspire you to find hope in your growth journey. We also had some lighthearted, off-topic fun, because why not? It's a conversation. I don't like to call these necessarily interviews, more like conversations, getting to know each other and help, you know, also allowing you to get to know my guests as well. But sometimes some off-topic fun can show another side, a lovable side uh, of people. So why wait? Let's check out the concluding part of my conversation with Jordan Mossman. Yeah, so we talk about you. Sh- I, I want to share this. I want to share this with people because, and I think it was in our conversation on IG, where we we you know we talked about the podcast. We talk about your podcast, and folks, remember in the beginning of this episode, I mentioned. There was the Todd Durkin Impact Show, and there's another episode I recommend you listen to, and it's called Leader Seeds, and it's featuring Jordan Mossman. And, but you have an interesting story when it comes to speaking, to public speaking, and I still remember it. Like, it, like you, it's really interesting. So, and folks, I want you to listen up. I want you to listen to Jordan's story. And Jordan, if I, it'd be more than happy. I would be. Um, I'd be grateful if you could share uh, the story because I know it will inspire a lot of people who are thinking about starting a podcast or starting a leader or speaking or even going on Instagram, going Instagram live and sharing their message, but something's stopping them. And I know you have a story that can really help them and be a lighthouse, uh, you know, help, help, help be, a, you, this story could be, a, can be a lighthouse for them. 
Yeah, I, I'd be glad to. And thanks for um, it's awesome that you remembered that. And, you know, one of the things as uh, speakers, as you know, when you speak is you're always curious of what sticks. Right. You we talk a lot of things, but what really sticks? So it's really um, inspiring to hear that 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 stuck from our last conversation and that you remember that. And I'd be glad to share, um, you know, it's 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 crazy because I'll still as I'm thinking about it, you know, before I say it, it's taking me back all of a sudden again. And I think it's a, it's such a great thing to do because um, we can look at something that was so defeating, but it can be much more empowering because we got through it. So first of all, if you're listening here, I want you know, to, to picture that with me if I can, if I can kind of coach you in a quick second as I tell you the story, I want to encourage you really quickly that you have gone through things that tried to stop you. You've gone through them. You've overcome things that in a moment could have seemed like it you, it was not possible, but you've conquered them. Hold on to that thought. I'll share my story. So I remember my story kind of goes with speaking specifically. I remember, I think it was in the third grade, if I remember well, they had this thing called the speech festival. And um, it's, it's where they take children and they they'd recite a poem, a short story, and they do a speech or something like that. So it's getting children public speaking in a sense, and we just would speak in front of our schools. And I remember being encouraged to do that from a few teachers and I was afraid because public speaking, you, you know, as a child, you don't want to be teased. And, but there's something that was curious about me. So I want to say the first thing for me was I was curious, like, hey, let's go ahead and do it. And there's always been something from a young child of me that, hey, if I've seen a lot of people afraid of it, I want to try it. I want to try something. You know, I want to just see why, why, why are people so afraid, even though I would get butterflies and be afraid. So I went ahead and I started practicing for it. And then I, the day came and I delivered my speech and my poem. And I remember right before going out, you get that rush of fear and you're like, oh, and you're, you know, you're just, you can't even explain it as a child. But I remember being so relieved post. It's like it went from complete fear to complete overcome because I, I, I went through something that I was afraid of. But as quick as I went from fear to overcome, I came off smile like like shaking in my cheeks if you can picture you ever smiled so big that your cheeks kind of twitch a little so i'm this yeah. little third grader that i'm smiling out of joy but i'm still shaking out of fear right it's like a mix of emotion and that's going on and i'm looking for someone to love me as a third grader. i'm looking for someone to help me you know pass this fear help embrace that moment and the first person i came across um, I had a few other people from far kind of clapping from a distance or kind of giving me a thumbs up. But I think it was maybe a teacher that wanted to maybe level things out, right? Um, I remember I did great, to be honest with you. I did great. It's like standing ovation. Everybody was like, yeah, cheering. And I was like, but maybe she wanted to level it because as soon as she came out, she kind of tapped me on the shoulder and said, um, oh, you think it's all about you? It's not all about Ooh. you. And, and, I, and I don't remember anything else after. But I remember feeling so ashamed of something that I was getting so much love for. It's like I, I found a gift and, I, and almost immediately I was taught to be ashamed of that gift. And I felt judgment and I was ashamed. And, I, and, and as much as I was fearful to speak, I was more afraid to be judged. And that that word, those words haunted me and put me in a prison for, I want to say two decades. 
every time I would feel an urge to, when I was a, when I was in boot camp and I was promoted to battalion sergeant and I was moving forward and they seen this leadership goal in me and 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 I just I quieted myself up. That that voice once again said, "Oh, you think it's all about you?" And you know, there's a the, the third grader in me was like, "No, it's not about me. I just I just wanted to overcome fear." And I just overcame something else, you know, and I was trying to rationalize with it, but that voice wasn't hearing me and that voice stuck with me and I kept hearing it. But here's the thing is, you may have, you may have had somebody say that you may have had somebody say something similar. You may have had somebody just look at you in a way that judged you because sometimes words are impactful, but sometimes there is eyes that communicate something. So maybe you did something that was great and someone's eyes told you cast judgment on you and made you ashamed of something that you was called to shine in. And I want to encourage you that for every one person that judges you, here is, if I looked a little further, I would have seen the room that was celebrating and that would support me. But in a moment, I just seen that one. It was so prominent, so profound for me, that one held me captive for about 22 decades. And I'd say, as I continue to see it come resurface in my life, I would, it was more, it was harder for me to step into it. I'm getting a little emotional, excuse me right now, but I'm remembering the fear, almost like a third grader in my twenties, I feel like a third grade little child again. I feel afraid, I feel judged all over again. But I wanna encourage you, it might've took me two decades and some people might hear that story and say, it wasted two decades. I'd say, no, two decades was preparing me to overcome what was trying to hold me back from a lifetime of it. Two decades, I, was, I, I can relate to people much better now that have been silenced for way too long. I can relate because I know what it is to continually try to speak and to be cast judgment and cast shame and to be misunderstood. That's my word, misunderstood. If someone just took the time to get to know Jordan, the third grader, it was never about me. It was about being an example to overcome fear. If I could be a, an example to overcome something that everyone is afraid of, I love it because now everyone, we together we can grow. Together we can overcome this thing. But someone misunderstood that and I let that speak life to me when it shouldn't have. So I wanna encourage you, thank you for letting me share Joseph, but I wanna encourage you that there's always gonna be somebody that misunderstands it. There just is. And I, and I want that to encourage you. Don't let that discourage you because we can't have a false expectation that whatever we say, everyone's going to love. It's not going to be for everyone. But if you have something that's calling you to shine, if you have a gift, and I tell you right now, you do, because I believe there's no human being born without a gift. There is something you can share in your story that's going to connect with someone else. There's something you overcame that somebody is facing. There is something that you overcome right now that is a giant for somebody. And when they hear you share it, you give hope, you give chance. And like I said, my purpose, my why, is because we get a chance to every day. So when you share, you're giving someone chance, they get a chance to shine, just as you do, just as every human being does. So you hear that, folks? So now if you're debating, if you're debating, you know, worried about what other people might think, uh, preventing you, you know, what people might think, for preventing you from, you know, posting, publishing something, not just posting a, an Instagram. I take posting because I do it every day. I, I help people. I coach people in, uh, with uh, Insta, social media production, creative content. But it could be a blog. It can be uh, a speaking engagement, something you believe in that you feel will be that would add value to someone else. There's always going to be, there's always going to be that one person because the thing is, negativity is stronger than positivity. 
and it screams louder, you know? And I think sometimes you just got to look, like you said, look behind that one person and look behind that one person, see the crowd. And um, when you have something that's important, you, you have to share it. You have to share it. And I know as a, you know, like you got to find a way and um, don't hesitate because I'll tell you this. When I, when I publish something, yes, I do have a fear. When I teach a class, I do have a fear of what people might think. I, cause you know, even after you kind of, I said something, do you think that you go into that cycle? It's like, no, you would have known something when whatever is done is done. But with, that, with the message you have, some people might like it. Like you, you're going to get people who are, who are trolls. Well, I mean, that's what we call the internet trolls. Right. And and the people who and I've noticed and learned recently, you know, people might not necessarily always like your content, but they see it and they still like it without telling you they like it. <laughs> and it's highly really, support. <laughs> yeah, is that's it. I highly. By the way, I, if you really want to support somebody on social media like and comment create engage creates engagement and that's how instagram boosts their posts a little uh, social media tip there so uh, any story anything you see you know if someone puts a poll or a slider on their story interact with it leave a comment leave a like share someone's post that's how you create that's how you support someone's business and brand on social media uh that's a little tip right there um <laughs> you know that's that's how it is um but <laughs> I'll tell you this one as one more thing. I mean, like, you know, uh, uh, well, you, you may have there's you don't have to be, you don't have to have a thousand, a hundred thousand followers to be an influencer. You just need one. You just need one mm -hmm. and you need to influence that life. And it, I've listened to your podcast and, you know, and I listened to it this one of the, the latest episode this morning, the win at home and win at work. And you, during this conversation, folks, like I've, we can go on and on. And I, and I know, you know, there's a, I know I can feel it. I can feel it through the airwaves. Even in the future, I could feel the energy flowing through you right now. You feel great and you feel something hit your soul, hit your heart. Um, but I recommend you listen to that episode, Win at Home and Win at Work, because especially for those who work in the office life, and it hit with me, it resonated with me. You know, you talk about choosing between to win at work or to win at home and, and you know, decisions based on immediate gratification. And, you know, and in the things we do, are we overcompensating for at work for some insecurities we may have? And do we say, and this is what I liked, and it was funny. It was funny you said that. I'm like, man, I think I live that. I think that's me where it's like, you, you kind of say, no, I can't do overtime. I can't do overtime. I have to be with my family. And all of a sudden I'm, at, I'm home, uh, I, you know, playing video games. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> we're right. mowing the lawn, right? Well, mowing the lawn is actually a family activity in a way because you still have to maintain the house, but it's, it's so true. Um, but you know, we leave, we have that excuse to leave work or leave home to be somewhere else, but are we, but to not be present, at that somewhere else. So in that case for work, we make that excuse. We got to leave. We got to leave. We can't stay for overtime. We can't put, but then we make it. We're not, you know, we're home, but we're not present or vice versa. I brought it up. You know, you got to, you can't stay at home. You got to go somewhere. You got to go to work, but you're not present. You're not full. It's so it's, it's like weird. So I, it's like, I highly recommend it. Is it, it's episode 43. 43, yes. 43 of Leader Seeds, uh, available on all podcasting platforms, especially the Anchor uh, platform, which uh, this podcast is being distributed by as well. So um, 
now just before we close out i got a couple of a uh, couple of more questions and i know and i usually send so to the listeners so this to give you some behind the scenes before when i invite a guest over i usually provide an outline of questions a high level outline <laughs> and just to give kind of direction you know but at the end of the day this is a conversation we can talk about a lot of things but think of it think about it as a coffee date you know coffee meetup or having coffee or chatting and uh, with the, the objective of our messages inspiring you giving you some lessons and how you can impact others and by the way i highly recommend you share this episode with a friend a family uh to inspire them when it comes to leadership but not just leading others but leading themselves um so in the question is a topic there's a main section called rapid fire questions i, hey. I totally dropped I totally dropped the question. I totally dropped that name. Like, I, I don't know why I use it. It just sounds so cool. It sounds like, hey, let's get, you know, <laughs> it's more off-topic questions. Off-topic questions here. Awesome. And nothing related to resilience, coaching, fitness, or anything of that nature. It's just to have a little fun. Yes. So, your name, Jordan BP Mossman. Yes. What does the BP stand for? <laughs> you know, first of all, thank you for even asking, to be honest with you. Um, so for a while, I was uh, in high school, I was a Polynesian dancer. I used to do the fire knife dancing. I had the hula skirts and I did the whole Polynesian review. I had the long hair. You see the tattoos on the hand. Um, it's my culture. You know, I'm Hawaiian by blood. I'm a mix. So I enjoyed that. I grew up, my grandma would play music. So I say any of that because my Hawaiian name is Po'okela. So that's the P in BP. And a lot of people, when I was doing that, would know me as Po'okela, not Jordan. But when I would say that, people would change it and kind of make fun of it and eventually stop telling people that was my name. So I just stuck with Jordan because it's easier to remember. So we got a lot of people that know me as Jordan, but I know when somebody knows me from when I would do the luau's and everything else because they don't say Jordan, they say Po'okela. So that's a P in it. So that's a little story in it. But Bo... So it's Jordan Bo, which is like for Bo John, B-E-A-U, Jordan Bo Po'okela Mossman. And here's a funny thing about the name. My mom, I was the, I'm the oldest child, so my mom didn't want a first name that children could tease. You know how kids rhyme like uh, their name to something they make fun of. So she thought the name Jordan didn't rhyme with anything that she could think of that kids could tease. That's the mom protecting her first, right, her firstborn. So she went with Jordan. Um, she disliked the name Bo, and then the name Po'okela was kind of given from um, our Hawaiian family and everything else. So Po'okela, what does that mean? Po'okela actually means champion, foremost, uh, superior. It's a way to kind of celebrate um, an accomplishment, you know, saying like excellence. So, yeah, mm. that's the name. Jordan Bo Po'okela Mossman. I like that. I like that, man. <laughs> okay, so, so if I pronounce it right, it's Po'okela. Very good. Yeah, Po'o. So P-O-O-K-E-L-A. Po'o-K-E-L-A. Po'okela. Yes. See, I love. You. See, the thing is about me, I love trying to pronounce names like like that are different from English or French, right? You know, like I mean, I, in the past life, I used to meet people from all around the world, you know, in different cultures. Like, how do you pronounce your name? Just call me John. No, no, what's your what's your name? I, I like to know because I find there's a there's there's a beauty in the name, in I the agree. original name. So, um, like my name is Joseph. I mean, you can, but and nobody can rhyme anything with that. I hope not. Um, right. If you can rhyme, if, folks, if you can find something that rhymes with my name or Jordan's name, please let us know. 
tag us on social media. Let us know. Yes. <laughs> um, and Brosef does not count. Uh, now, I like that. I'm gonna call you Brosef for now. No, I, I'm gonna I'll, say Joseph. I'll, 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 it's no problem. No problem at all. I have some of my friends call me Brosef. Now, Hawaii. You live in Hawaii, and such a beautiful, beautiful place. Um, you know, I see it from the television screen. All right, I, I you know, I'm a huge fan of Hawaii Five O. You know, like, so that's how I saw Hawaii, you know, like through and it was pretty much a marketing campaign for the state. Mm. Um, I like food. I like trying dishes. Mm. Tell me, what is your favorite Hawaiian dish? Wow. Favorite Hawaiian dish. Um, so I grew up um, completely different. Right now, I've been really trying to hold a vegan diet. So my wife is a vegetarian and we try to get some really good um, vegetables in as much as possible. And we've been fortunate to kind of, you know, do that for a while. I started with one meal and it's been about two years that I've been just with the vegan diet lately. But I start by saying that because that's my intention. I always tell people I'm a vegan one meal at a time. No promises. One meal at a time. I'm a vegan <laughs> every time I try to have more vegetables, but it's been consistent. And I've been grateful for it. Now, the, I grew up not really eating much vegetables. Um, you know, it was just kind of, it was a different bringing. So to answer your question specifically, I would say that Hawaiian food specifically. Well, I, you know what? I would say Hawaiian food, but mm-hmm. if there's something else, you tell me, you tell me where, cause you know, we like to try those those people listening right now. Maybe want some inspiration. That's a really tough question because Hawaii has so much great food. We call it the melting pot of the Pacific. We incorporate so many different Asian, you know, cuisine, so many different um, European cuisine. Um, so a lot of it is blended. It's not, you know, we kind of take our twists on things in here in Hawaii. So I've been eating a lot of maybe Korean vegetables lately. You know, I love that kind of stir fry, the, the bok choy, the, the choy sum. But when it comes to Hawaiian food, I'm always going to enjoy. I have a, I made a new, we call it poke where there's fish, um, you know, fresh like ahi fish, ahi tuna. Um, my substitute now when I'm trying to hold true to my, my vegan um, um, commitment right now is that I do a tofu. So it's tofu, it's uh, soy, soybeans, um, and then I have a mix with the sauces that start to happen. Some sweet, some spicy, um, some onions in there. And then we put that with some, some rice or quinoa and then poi. Poi is, a, is coming from, from, a, from a kalo. Um, it's a plant in Hawaii. It's a staple plant. It's kind of like a starch. I put some soy sauce in there and I kind of mix that around. And that's kind of a, a good Friday afternoon meal. Mm, then you just don't have to think about work right after and just relax. <laughs> yeah, I'll have that. I'll put my feet up and everything will be good. <laughs> a poke bowl. Oh, man, I could do a poke bowl right now. <laughs> like we have yeah. that here. Like it's like that's. Oh, uh, tuna too. Okay, I, I am. My mouth is watering now. I don't think I ate much, uh, but no, that's that's fantastic. And I always like you know in different areas. Like when I travel, I, I enjoy. I like trying different local foods, right? Like mm. something like you know. Me too. Like my family is vegetarian. Mm-hmm. I'm um, so uh, you know I like like I'm kosher. I still have meat, but like a lot of more restrictions. So it's easier to be vegetarian. Ooh. And uh, yeah, no, I like to try different vegetarian, a lot of vegetarian restaurants, new ones popping up and you get a lot of interesting uh, flavors and a lot of dish, interesting dishes that have character to them. And it's not, and by the way, folks, if you think vegetarians and vegan uh, cuisine is just grass, um, just go to a restaurant and 
you'll be proven wrong. And it's not, it's not always healthy. It's not always healthy. Right. I went to no, a that's a good yesterday. point. Yes. Not that's a, a very good point. That's a very good point. <laughs> I think it, you know, I've always enjoyed cooking and I think that's what I love about it, Joseph. So I, I, I love to cook um, because it helps me kind of be creative. So it, lately with the, you're so right. It's vegan isn't always healthy. You know, we, there's, there's still a health intention that has to, to go with it. You still got to watch what you're doing, but I love that I can take things that I, so there's lao lao in Hawaii. It's, it's a, it's a luau leaf. And then they usually put some kind of chicken or pork in there. Right. And you kind of wrap it, we cook it in an underground oven and it's really moist and tasty. So if I don't eat that, then it starts to, okay, what can I use to, to sub that? You know, um, I don't know if you guys know Alan Wong. I used I was a manager at Alan Wong's restaurant. He's a he is the um, the restaurant that was that's here in Hawaii that um, that presidents will come and dine at. You know, so we had a five star um, experience that happened there. But his whole teaching was how you sub things out. How do you take something and you can take this out but put something in? You know, so it keeps you creative. So that's what I love most about the vegan um, you know thing that I'm doing now is my cooking is very creative. Yeah. And that's it. It's, it's about trying new things. That's yeah. it. You know, that's cook and cooking in general, cooking in general. Um, all right. No, I got it. Like now my, I might get that this week, actually. All right. Um, <laughs> I'm hungry. <laughs> all right. Well, okay. So final fun before we say goodbye. Uh, well, well, sort of see you later rather than mm-hmm. goodbye. See you later. How can people get in touch with you? How can they connect with you? Um, awesome. Thank you for asking. And, um, you know, I'll jump in really quickly here. If, if you're listening here to the to the podcast, you already know, first and foremost, um, the level of commitment that Joseph puts behind there. And I want to I want to start by saying that, you know, it's inspiring to be connected to somebody like Joseph that puts so much commitment oh, and so much. I want to say authenticity behind what he does. Nothing is done without great intention. And I think that's something I I quickly connected to when I met him. Um, I, you know, somebody that puts so much intention, somebody that's authentic in their communication. So I want to encourage you to continue. If you're not subscribed to this podcast, I definitely want to say subscribe, review, rate. That's a way that you continue to to, to just show some love. And, um, you know, it, it's a lot that goes on with podcasting and just a commitment to edit, to put out, to put it out there. Um, I'd really highly encourage you before you even reach out to me, connect, definitely do that first. That's your first move. Subscribe to the podcast, rate, review it. Um, because he's he's a genuine person putting some really good stuff out there. Um, that means a now, lot. Thank you. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely, and I genuinely mean that. Like that, that's probably the first thing I'd highly recommend. Now, after that, if you got any value from the, today's conversation, and maybe something resonated, maybe there's something that I said, something that Joseph, you know, just hey, if you want to stay connected, that's how me and Joseph connected, right? We 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 seen something, something resonated, we reached out. If you're feeling that, if you want to reach out, um, and then there's there's a few ways. I say the first thing is on Instagram. That's probably the best way to get connected to me, and that's Jordan BP Mossman. That's Jordan with an A, so J O R D A N B P Mossman, which is M O S S M A N. That's probably the best way because on that page you'll have all the links to connect to Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, YouTube, Clubhouse, everything. All the social media fun will be connected right on that page. So that's the that's that's the first thing. If you want to check out the website of what we do, the website's there. It's JM Leadership Group. So just my first and last name, JM jmleadershipgroup.com 
And if you go ahead and, and like I said, something resonates, you connect on Instagram, shoot me a message, shoot me a DM, because I don't want it to be just like a ghosting or we're like, like, I really want to give that personal attention. So if you shoot me a DM saying, hey, I heard the podcast with Joseph, you know, and something resonated. Then what I'll do is I'll actually go out there and let's set a time for a one-on-one, what I do, a strategy call, completely free, nothing to sell you, just a time to give total value and say, let's take some time to put some strategy behind some stuff that might be causing some, maybe um, like a something to overcome. And we'll create a specific plan to get over that. That's it. Let's just stay connected to great people moving forward with great momentum. So thank you for that time. Well, thank you. Thank you. And like, yeah, folks, yeah, follow, please do not hesitate. I'm going to put everything in the show notes. And for those of you new to the podcasting world, just look at your podcast, the podcast episode on your phone or on your computer. And there's a big paragraph describing the show. You'll find all the information in there. And like I said, create, like I always say, my fifth principle of resilience, create your choir, surround yourself with those who make your soul sing, who lift you up. Uh, So connect with those people. And uh, Jordan's one of those people. So connect with them and a lot of great stuff online on social media. Jordan, thank you once again. Thank you for your kind words, man. What a wonderful story. Absolutely wonderful. What do you think? I mean, yeah, it's pretty shocking to see the teacher behave like that towards a student. To shoot him down like that. Maybe the teacher had, the teacher's intentions were were meant to be good, but it just came off differently. But this story is an example perfect example of resilience. Jordan was shot down, but he got back up on his feet and moved forward. He persevered. And I know I'm not the only one who lived a similar childhood story as Jordan's. Like many of you, I was pretty shy growing up, believe it or not. And I'm still a bit today. I'm what you call a an outgoing introvert. I like to keep to myself, but if you get me started, I can keep on going and going and going. Yeah, yeah, okay, I'm going to stop now. But I was made fun of a lot as well, so I was always I was always scared to put myself out there. Even in school, I remember um a teacher made me feel like an imbecile for giving an answer I thought I was right. I raised my hand. He asked a question, I raised my hand feeling confident of my answer because I learned something recently that I thought was the answer. And when I give the answer, he just shot me down, told me I was wrong. It's like what Jordan said. They don't have to say it, but it's in their eyes. In my case, it was a full facial expression of disappointment. You know, how do you think that made me feel? Do you think I really wanted to raise my hand after that for every other question the teacher asked? It kind of reduced my confidence level a little bit. You know, it's not like I had a ridiculous answer. But, you know, it affected me. However, over the years, and I will emphasize, after high school, I've learned to manage that fear of judgment. And... And it's becoming more and more important as I publish more podcasts like this one, write more blogs, and promote my fitness and content creation brand on social media. I got to get out of my shell. And with that, as I brought up in the conversation, 
I understand that there will be people, there will always be people out there with nothing else better to do with their time than to bring you down. And you should remember that. You should also remember that if people are trying to bring you down, you it means you're 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 already above them. Let me repeat that. If people are going to try to bring you down, it means you're already above them. Someone will express an opinion rooted in judgment and in jealousy. And when that happens, you know you're doing something right. To paraphrase Jordan, our messages of inspiration, motivation, and empowerment, our stories of perseverance, perseverance and resilience are not necessarily made for everyone. But there's something in your story that is a lighthouse for somebody. When you share your gift, your story, you give rays of hope and the spark for yourself and others to live every day with joy, curiosity, and passion.